Welcome to The Nooner Show, where we explore the stories of talented individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, but most of all, they're inspiring. Here are your hosts, Jackie Wallace and Gina Guccini. All right, it's Nooner time. It is. It is. So Welcome to The Nooner Show. Yeah, congratulations <laughs> one year with this new network. It has been. Yeah, it's been a yeah, year. A year. A year of shows. 20-some shows. 20-some oh. shows, in addition to the already over 200 shows we did. So I I have to add it up, because I think we're getting pretty close to 250, maybe even more. Could be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you haven't listened to any of our shows, remember we always leave a link where you can like, subscribe, and follow, and listen to all Nooner shows. The Nooner Show. The Nooner Show on yeah. our website and Facebook and Instagram. And we always leave a link with every post. Right. And so Nora, one of our previous co-hosts, who is now living in St. Thomas. Everybody has a cross to bear. Yeah. <laughs> she flew in to celebrate her one year. Okay, it wasn't that reason, but she <laughs> she but did come in really town. Good. Yeah, yeah, she was going to be here today, but unfortunately, she's really sick. A so hopefully, under the weather. yeah, hopefully next week, yeah, she'll be here. So we'll Nora, if you're something. listening, we miss you. Not if she is listening. Yeah, so, she hey, better Nora, be listening. Hey, <laughs> and then we want to hear her laugh. Her laugh, yes, her memorable laugh. Yep. All right, mm-hmm. what else, Mrs. Wallace? Oh, I think that's really about it. Just excited that we surpassed a year. We have. With Podcast Nation, they've been amazing. And if you're interested in starting your own podcast show, they do have room. And these are great studios in uh, Troy, Michigan. Mm -hmm. Amazing services. They Mm -hmm. have a variety of services they offer from full service to... Editing. Yeah. Recording. Recording. They can custom do a package for you. Yep. 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 So they should check it out. We'll also leave a link to their website. That's a great idea. Yeah. And if you need any really good professional um, promo videos, you can contact Miss Gina Cuccini from uh, the Nooner Show. (laughs) Or we can just edit that right out. Uh, I got enough to do. Maria Mangiapane gives me a list. Yeah. So let's mm-hmm. leave it at that. Okay. Well, we have an exciting show today. As always. As always. Yes. Talk about uh, how to build a business here and, uh, you know, go against the mainstream. Let's get to our guest. The faces and names behind Ladies in Law, Jazzy Rippy and Amina Shake are starring on the Nooner Show today. This women-owned power duo has set a revolution in the law space and have used their expertise and exceptional educational backgrounds to create a signature estate protection policy called Legacy Planning. This planning consists of protecting, preserving all and any of your assets, finances, businesses, and health decisions, making it all accessible and attainable to middle-class Americans. They value diversity and community and are a rare find in the world of law. The ladies in law have been featured in Michigan Chronicle, Michigan Lawyers Weekly, Close Up Radio, and many other media outlets. These two extraordinary creatives are joining us today to talk about their journey and mission to making law work for you 
by protecting your assets and legacy. Welcome to the Nooner Show, ladies. Welcome. Hi. Hi. So we've had Jasmine on before, and so it was during COVID because it was Zoom. I thought it was before COVID, so I was actually trying to find that interview. And then I've also interviewed you on Hyped Up Live Sessions, and we're going to get into all those different (laughs) things that you're doing. So welcome back. And then we're joined by Amina Sheikh today, your your partner in business. And Amina is just coming off of having her first baby, right? Yes, I am. In February. Congratulations. Thank and you, you so look much. amazing. Oh, thank you. So you had a little boy. I did. Yeah. February 10th. February Jackson 10th. His name. Yeah. I, does she look like she just had a baby? <laughs> Unbelievable. I, I'm going to come. I want to be on your show every she, day. Yeah. This, is, this is what I need. I mean, you look fantastic. <laughs> you wear sleep debar- deprived very well. Oh, yeah, thank really. You. It's, it's called foundation very oh, well. <laughs> I, I don't know. We wear foundation too and it just doesn't look the same. Um, I'm curious though, because it's your first four and so I'm a first time grandma yes. and I absolutely love it. And I just, I'm curious because my daughter and her fiance are just like, they have all these rules. And I'm sure I probably had those rules too with my first one, but it's been so long. And it's funny because she, when she drops them off, I watch them once a week and she, there's like a list of stuff. Okay. But wait, in her defense, what? Where did she learn to make a list? <laughs> okay, she did, but that's she shouldn't be giving me a list. I've already done this thing three times. Right. And she gives me a list of... I got your back, Olivia. There's no TV allowed because of like the lights and the brain, de- no technology. I'm like, okay, so I can't use my phone around him? You're worried that like... I did it around you. You're fine. <laughs> you know, so she's just has all these different rules. I'm like, oh, my God. Which, of course, you follow because she's listening. Of course. <laughs> yes. As soon as I close the door and she's off, I'm like, come on, Vinny. <laughs> We're doing it in Nona's way. <laughs> what about now? Are you like, do you have all those? Like, did you research all that stuff about the lights and the brain? And you did? Yeah, I, I think with the internet now, there's just, you're pummeled with so much information as a new parent. Yeah, I just get emails constantly. I sign up, you know, just to get a registry. And now I've got 20 emails coming with this information. Okay. But the problem is then I want to read it and that's bad. Yeah. Um, Because being a first time parent, you are like, you're just nervous. Right. And so I'm a huge list person. Jazzy knows it probably. It drives her crazy. But I love lists. Um, However, I am proud to say I did hold back on doing that with um, my mother-in-law. She is similar. It's her first grandbaby. Okay. But I was very anxious the first couple weeks. I'm like, you know, this is probably the best thing to do. And this is the best thing. (laughs) But then I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't want to push her away yeah, because she's yeah. so helpful and certainly Does she, she just did smile and say sure yeah yeah she's yeah, like we'll okay, do it exactly Amina. how you want <laughs> and I'm like but I I did withhold from the list but it's there is just so much information yeah and both my mom and my mother-in-law they sit there and they're like this just wasn't Right. It wasn't a thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. what is this? And yeah. now there's all this information about how the baby should sleep. Oh, I know. Now, I was very strict about that. I'm like, flat, hard surfaces. <gasps> like, that's a must. That's how Olivia's too. I'm like, oh, that poor kid. No, no objects around. Oh, like, they're same. just like laying I want to wrap them up in a blanket. She's like, no blankets. I'm like, 
All oh, right. Oh, my God. This poor kid's got a freeze. Yeah, we got to go we on. We got to move yeah. on. I know. Sorry. <laughs> this is the next show. Jasmine, we're talk about would you babies. like to talk? I know. Jasmine's like, okay. I don't okay. have any babies. So. Yeah. <laughs> Nor I. Jasmine and I are sitting here listening to these two. We gotta, okay. We got to cut them let's off. Let's talk about. Move on. Yeah. Let's, let's move on to the next step after right. babyhood. Okay. Well, not after babyhood, but before babyhood. Let's talk about ladies in yes, law first. There we go. First, we, before we get into the backstory of how you guys got together, let's start with the law firm. Okay? Tell us about it, whoever wants to. So Ladies in Law is a minority woman-owned law firm. We are located in downtown Detroit. Uh, we're down the street from Fort Field, Comerica Park so, Park. so we're right in the heart of downtown Detroit. And we only do estate planning. So right. wills, trusts, powers of attorney, we call it legacy planning because we found that a lot of people hear estate and they're like, oh my God, I don't have an estate. Right. Why do I need a trust? Why do I need a will? I don't have anything to protect. And no, that's not true. Everybody has a legacy. Everybody has something to protect, even if they're protecting themselves and their body while they're alive. That's what a medical power of attorney does. Mm. So what we've set out to do is make legacy planning accessible to everybody educate people. We've lowered our prices. They're very attainable for middle-class Americans. And we have a very streamlined technology effective process that makes our services very, very accessible. What made you do that? Like, why why did you see a need in that? Because you're right. When I think of estate planning too, I think of, well, that's for rich people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I was doing probate cases and probate court. And so I saw a lot of families fighting over money that... Mm. Could have been these fights could have been avoided had they just had a simple will. And I saw people getting money that really weren't supposed to get money that hadn't talked to their family in years, but walked away with fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars. Oh wow. And so it just didn't sit right with me. And I wanted to find a way to be proactive and help avoid problems instead of coming in and just cleaning up messes. Cause they spend <laughs> several years and tens of thousands of dollars in court over something so simple, we offer a will for five hundred dollars. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Now, what's the difference between a will and legacy planning? So legacy planning is your overall plan, like all the documents that are going to be in your plan. Okay. A will is one of the documents. A trust is another document. A medical oh. power of attorney is another document. A financial power of attorney is a document. So all of these documents collectively we call a legacy plan. So the legacy plan would be like the folder. Yeah. The, and then all the other everything pieces mm -hmm. would in be the information inside of it. Yes. And right. they're, they're all legally binding documents too, oh, they obviously. Are. Mm -hmm. So, and each one is cut, each person's legacy plan is customizable to their needs. And that's what's so important. At what age do you, mm. would you say that somebody should start? Oh, look at their point netting. That's yeah. a good one. <laughs> we're so, so used like, to each other that we're like, oh my god. We gosh. get asked this question a lot, but and we, we tell people that it's more geared toward what stage of life you're mm -hmm. in. Okay. Because somebody could be in their 20s, but have a house, have children, have a family. They certainly need a legacy plan to protect their children, protect their family, protect the home that they're working so hard to pay for. Um, somebody may be older in their 30s and just kind of getting to that point in life where they have things that they need to protect. So it's really geared toward what stage of life are you in? How much, how many, how um, do you have, well, we look at their assets and their family. So do you have a retirement account? Do you have a business? Do you have life insurance? Do you have savings accounts? Do you have stocks and bonds? Wow. Do you have children? Do you have a husband? So we look at collectively your whole life story. Mm -hmm. And then that's how we determine 
what documents you need at that time. So when you meet with a client and they say, um, yes, uh, no, I don't know. I think so. You know, asking, do you have, do you have, do you help them acquire the documents that they need? So we use that information to suggest what type of plan they need. Do they need a trust? Okay. Do they need a will? Do, do they need the powers of attorney? So this is the background information that we collect so that we can suggest the proper overall legacy plan and how to structure it to protect the client's interests. And the person who says, oh, that's a really great idea, doesn't get around to it, doesn't do it, and then oh, passes. Yeah. And their family's in probate court. And that's where That's where court. the mess okay. comes in. That's where the mess comes in. Or if in. they wait until it's too late. In order to prepare and sign these documents, you have to be lucid. You have to understand what's going on. Sometimes we have people call us whose family members have dementia and don't understand what's going on. So it's too late for them to even mm. get these documents. Signed. So this is definitely something that anybody needs to do sooner than sooner later. than later. Cause it's like, once it's too late, it's too late. Right. Why, why do some uh, families not even want to have the discussion? Like, it seems like it's always such an awkward conversation to bring up. And it's like, I'm, not planning on dying anytime soon because Gina keeps telling me only the good die young. That so I'm not true. going anywhere, <laughs> but I've already started saying, you know, okay, I want to start dividing this stuff up and you guys pick what you want. Just, you know, I mean, I do, I don't have a lot, but like I do have some collectibles that, you know, I don't want that to be, I want them to get what they want. So like, why is that such a uncomfortable subject for people? A lot of people fear death. So they don't want to, talk about mm. death and plan for their death. Or some people are superstitious where they feel like if they talk about their death, it's going to make it come faster. So oh, really? It's just an uncomfortable subject to plan for your for your death. So what we do is we try to shift individuals' point of view on it. Rather than, oh, this is talking about death. No, this is bringing you peace of mind while you're alive. Right. Because oh. when you're gone, you're gone. Like, right. There's nothing you can do at that point. And I think on the flip side, absolutely, people need to be thinking about protecting, protecting, but also preventing those from getting their hands in the pot that you don't want them to. Right. So if you if you shift your point of view, you realize, okay, I'm focused on this one narrow negative mindset when there's so many positives and being proactive and avoiding these problems. And when we explain it to individuals in that way, and I do think us being women help. Mm -hmm. in this area of the law, oh my gosh, it just brightens their eyes. They're just like, okay, yeah, I really want to do this. And it's accessible because your prices are extremely affordable. We slashed our prices, like Jazzy is saying, 70% wow. to make this something that people are more eager to do. Wow. Um, and, yeah. that's, and that's based off watching what happens in court for people who didn't don't prepare. Do yeah. What, what uh, is there a percentage of people who don't prepare? At least 55, 60% of people don't even have a will. Wow. So really? A lot of people's families end up in court fighting. I was going to say, like, for me, one of the biggest reasons would be because I would never want my kids to fight over right. something and like that. And that's what we tell people. That's part of the peace of mind aspect that Amina was talking about. We say, you know, do this as an act of love. For right. Your loved ones. You don't want your children fighting and falling out years right. over money and it's and interesting because you don't think a lot of families will break up until there is money involved oh. right pots and pans pots and pans <laughs> yeah. right. and no, it's, no, it's, it's very similar to divorce i mean you mm -hmm. do a lot of family law 
probate court is very similar to divorce. It's very nasty. You're fighting over every penny. Wow. Yeah. And, and you're the person that they're fighting over everything about is not even there anymore. Wow. To, to, to have any direction, any say yeah. in it, unless you do a legacy plan. And a lot of it is, we're talking about the money and time and them fighting. Let's just talk about the heartache, the emotional side of right. it. Right. This isn't just them fighting over assets. It is destroying relationships. Right. Yep. And the toll it just takes on people to go through that whole process. You can't even grieve until right. you've gone through this. And I right. would imagine that that's even harder to overcome because mm -hmm. now everything that you've, you've lost that loved one mm -hmm. and now you've lost your, your family structure. Mm -hmm. And for what? Over you know, and for what? Somebody thought they were getting a better potter pan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Necklace yes. or five more dollars. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the first step that someone needs to do? Just schedule a consultation with ladies in law. We, we make it, Jazzy was saying, a streamlined process. We do things very straightforward. We have found that attorneys love to overcomplicate things, and it actually pushes people away from coming and getting services. Attorneys are intimidating. Yes. And I yes, think that's what we, going um, to see attorneys is very intimidating. It is. And so we're trying to do absolutely the opposite of that. You can get a free consultation. We're extremely accessible in the way you can do it. You can do it by phone. You can come into our office. You can do it by Zoom, which it's great because with COVID, that those options did become right. more, more accessible. Yeah, Certainly. and um, so we just schedule. It's free. That's you get to great. talk to Jazzy or myself. You're talking to an attorney. We're gonna take our time with you. We're gonna piece things through and maybe you step away from it and you think about things and then you come back to us, but at least you had that conversation. So there's no right. pressure. And people yes. can ask us questions. We've had people come to us who have met with other attorneys and they said, mm -hmm. well, the attorney wouldn't answer any of my questions. I don't understand this. I don't know what's going on. I don't feel comfortable hiring that person, but we are very accessible. We will answer all of your questions and make sure you understand what these documents do and how they impact you and your family. And for the person who comes in and says, okay, I got nothing. I know nothing. I, right. you know, I have done nothing. I, I, I'm embarrassed at, you know, my lack of knowledge of this area. Area. Mm -hmm. what, how, should they be? No, they shouldn't. They shouldn't be embarrassed. They're actually our dream client in a way <laughs> um, because they're going to come in and let us just do what we Guide do them. amazing, like, sure. right? Like this is our expertise and we can really take them from scratch and say, okay, let's walk you through this. Let's make it right the first time sure, and then keep it right. Um, so no one should ever be embarrassed. This is not an area of the law that people talk about a lot. Like oh. Jazzy's saying, most of the time it's, oh my gosh, this big problem happened or I'm being sued right. Or, right. and let me put out this fire. We're saying, hey, for a very minimal cost and very much a peace of mind, we are going to, and not much effort on your part, we handle everything. We're going to be proactive and avoid all those problems. So really somebody that comes that hasn't done anything, great. We welcome you. We're going to take care of you. So no problem. Wow. You know, one of the things that I read and that I used in the, um, I, I read it on your, your website, it said that you you guys really work at helping people understand how the law can work for them. Mm. Exactly. Which makes it like, why do you guys care so much? I guess you're two successful women. You, you know, by all means have arrived. I mean, you have your own law firm. Why do you care so much? Because we care about people. I mean, yeah. this is not, you know, 
just about money. We really care about helping people and making a difference. That's amazing. And that's really what separates us from other attorneys is that this is not, we're not just here to use you and take your money. We care about you and your family and genuinely want to help you. How'd you come together? <laughs> yes. Well, um, so we both, Jazzy graduated a year before I did from law school. She was in Toledo. I went to Wayne here in Detroit. And we both got jobs at a big corporate law firm in downtown Detroit. And that's where we started our careers. I was in a different practice group than she was in. We were on different floors. But uh, we came together. We were sitting at the singles table at a holiday party. Uh, <laughs> the singles table? Pushed, yeah, pushed in the back. And we just kind of commiserated together. And and then we ended up doing, even though she didn't do any litigation, and I did. So that's going to court. That's going to court. Yes, okay. excuse me. That um, We had to do pro bono work, which required mm -hmm. that. And so she had a case that had done similar too. And they said, work with Amina, she'll help you out. And we just had a great time doing it. And we just it. connected. And we connected and then our friendship just really blossomed from there. And it, how long ago was that? That was 2016? 2016. Yeah. Okay. And so. Seven years. So, so how long did. connection. Yeah, yeah. How did you guys come up with, hey, we can have our own firm? Well, so, yeah, um, Jazzy, you go. I mean, <laughs> we both obviously left the law firm. Amina left before me, went out to California for about two years and got licensed out there. When I left the law firm, I started my own solo practice. And Amina and I were still friends. So we were talking about like, OK, let's team up. She, we were talking about possibly me going to California. <laughs> she was not believing that. I was like, uh, I don't really want to come to California. <laughs> so she came back to Detroit. And that's how we teamed up and formed Ladies in Law. Now, the interesting thing is... Neither one of you are from Detroit, though. You were born and raised in Cleveland, Cleveland right? Yeah. And you were born and raised in Kentucky? Yes, yes. Okay, but you made Detroit the place to... Yeah, so this is where I moved right after law school because I got the job at the law firm that Amina and I used to work at. So I moved up here in 2015 for the okay. job. So you started the firm, and then Amina, you came back and joined? Mm -hmm. And then how did that... How did it... What was, how did it evolve? Like, how did you guys decide that you, it's one thing to be good friends, you know, and both practicing attorneys elsewhere, but then to come together and actually go into business together is a whole different level. I, I don't think we even thought about it. It was it's just been very it. simpatico. It was just like, yeah. let's do it. Let's do this. Well, there really wasn't that much thought to it. It's no, like, we really? get along well. We have worked together. We, we, we know each other's each strengths other. and we trust each other and we just did it. And I think all too often people say, oh, I have to have these steps and I have to, and they try to, they overthink things. Yes. And they overthink. So you just did it. You jumped in it. But where'd you get the confidence to just do it, to trust yourselves, to trust the pro to whatever process you were about to to undertake? I, I think we we're just, both very we're confident. Just, yeah, we're we're like naturally <laughs> confident. We're just we we are naturally risk takers yes. and we believe in ourselves and we work hard. We're dedicated. So we never thought that this would not be successful. Yeah, we and just that's have amazing. that racehorse mentality. In Kentucky, you know, thoroughbred racing. Yes. Blinders they on. They put the blinders on. And I think innately, oh, Jazzy yeah. and I were like that separately. And then to even leave the big firm, people were just like, what are you doing? Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 What about your family? that's security. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. security. Well, and that's kind of typical, air quotes, for women. Yes. You know, you got a good job. Yeah, stay, stay and follow stay, the course. You got your Don't, benefits. Yeah. yeah, you have your Good benefits. Paycheck, all right, that. right. Mm -hmm. What? It, so what? Like now, your dad's an attorney, right, Jesse? Yes. Okay. So what did he think when you said, "I'm going to do my own thing"? <laughs> 
Well, my dad took a different route than I did. He always worked for the federal government, um, had a very stable, secure job. So he was one of the ones that, oh, I got a good job, benefits, retirement. I'm staying here for 30 yeah. years. The traditional The view. traditional right. route. Um, so he really wasn't that supportive of me leaving the law firm. As any parent would be. Right. My right. mother was very supportive. She's more of a risk taker. So she really encouraged me to go out and take that leap of faith. She said, you're young. You don't have any debt. You don't have children. What do you have to lose? If this fails, you still have a law degree. You can go work at another law right. firm, go work at a company. But if you want to try this, now Not is the time, the time to do it. Don't wait till you have a family and all these other obligations. Yeah. Okay. And I think that's where we also really align. Uh, Jazzy and I come from different backgrounds, but very similar backgrounds in how we were raised, the values. Mm -hmm. And also we both fortunately got scholarships to law school. So we didn't have the debt. We could take that risk more easily. And because we were on exactly the same playing field with that, that helped us just mm -hmm. say, let's do it and be on the same side with it. Did you have anybody that was saying, oh gosh, you guys are going to have your own law firm? Everybody. There's, did you, was most of the people, like peers I'm talking yeah. about, um, yeah. colleagues oh, yeah. and stuff like that. How do you overcome that? You just oh, ignore I'm it. just ignore it. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it doesn't really matter it, what you say, what so you think. Yeah. It never created any self-doubt. No. No. It gave no. more fuel like, to our fire. We are the type, mm -hmm. once we make up our mind, we're going to do it. Like other people can't stop us. Yeah. Okay. So take us when you, so it's a partnership, right? Mm -hmm. yes. Okay. And so how did it, how has it evolved? Like you didn't really go into it with a lot of planning, <laughs> but how has the business evolved and the relationship and how have you also maintained your friendship in addition to that? Well, we, I think are uniquely where we can work all day together, like eight hours and then go to dinner and not talk about work. We really separate the mm -hmm. two. We are very much into work life balance. So mm -hmm. we're very aligned in how we view business and view our life. So I'm we, curious, how do you view it? So to have personal life. <laughs> we we want to make sure that we have a good balance. We're not just work, 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 work. Um, we're not just, like I said, money focused. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a bigger plan, a bigger vision. We want to help people and we want to make sure that we still have a personal life outside of work. That's awesome. And you're both creative. Yes. And yes. we're both creative. You both have side things. So tell us, Jasmine, you were here during COVID for a whole different conversation. <laughs> it was, that's when it's like, I had a hard time picturing. Oh, you were like, you. are you a lawyer? Yeah. Which one are you? Are you? A rapper? rapper? <laughs> you're, um, She's you, the best of both worlds. Exactly. She really is. But tell us how the, the creative part has helped you with your with your law firm? Um, so it's with any business, you have to market yourself. Mm -hmm. So it's helped us with our marketing, being creative, getting out there and really making our own path and our own lane. It's helped us be creative in how we structure our business, our business model, how we deal with clients, how we deal with other partners and things like that. We're just always trying to create and innovate. So people don't typically think of attorneys as creative yes. at all. No, I um, know. Now, for example, no. Amina, you're a professional skater, right? That's yes. what you, that's your creative endeavor, yes. really. Yes. So is it, um, like, is it therapeutic for you after dealing with, um, you know, 
law cases and the law changing and everything else and staying on top of it to skate, to get away from that world? So just performance and moving my body, it really just helps also, it, it's all about the presentation, which goes to marketing and how you're, in, like Jazzy's saying, how you're interacting with um, clients. But yeah, just being able to go and know that I have something separate from the law, I think benefits our business and benefits those that come to us because they're going to get a healthier version of ourselves. You, the typical lawyer you think of, I, th I think most clients would think of is like briefcase, they're yes. frazzled maybe, or yes. they're so stiff. Stiff. Controlled. That's what I think of. Right. right yeah. and, and unapproachable. Right. Um, and, and intimidating. Intimidating. Right. And that's just not what we Right. Are. I don't see any creative side at all <laughs> when I've been in court before. It's like they're not creative. When we, it's at so all. funny, Jackie, when we used to go to court, people didn't think we were attorneys. Right. They're right. like, wait, are you a witness? Are yeah. you a, right. are you a social worker? Like everything but an attorney. An attorney. So even when we were they had to in be a more fun. traditional practice and going to court, wearing suits and things like that, we still had a creative element yeah. to us that. Yeah. You know, people just didn't really expect from attorneys. Well, and here's the thing. If you think about an entrepreneur, a really good entrepreneur is a creative person. Yes. Like it's problem solving yeah. yes. and you have to be creative. So in addition to being educational about your craft, I mean, you guys know the law, you know how to do it. You're also a creative problem solver. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. So moving forward. Where do you see your practice? Yeah, what's the big picture? Oh, gosh. The big Sky's picture the is for us to take over <laughs> estate planning and legacy planning in Michigan and hopefully branch out to other states. I mean, it's licensed in California. Oh, wow, so really? So we really just want to focus on this legacy planning, estate planning lane and just spread it out. And how do people how do people contact you? We'll leave the links in the description. We'll leave the links when we do the post. But how would people contact you if they... They're listening. They're like, oh, this is something, you know, like me who said, I have to get this done. Yeah. Like, I've never done it. I need, you know, full disclosure. Uh, how, how would they contact you? So on our website, mm -hmm. theladiesinlaw.com, we have a link to schedule a free consultation. So our calendar will pop up and you can schedule right there from our website. And the key and, is free, free consultation. You, uh, the first consultation can be in person. Zoom or on the phone. Or on the phone. So well, really easy. No excuse like, oh, I can't get there. I can't make right. it to no, the so office. Easy. So easy. How yeah. important is it going to be when you bring on other people as you expand that they're creative? Very important. Very important. That's our whole, we view ourselves more of a startup in a way, because as you were saying, certainly we are great at our craft. We know the law. We're experts at it. But in order for us to make this something that middle-class Americans can also have and grow it, there has to be the creative aspect. And and we need people on our team that have that same mentality. And for someone who's listening says, oh, she says middle-class American. I am not middle-class. I am oh, lower. Lower. Or, I am lower income. Like what's, Should what I defines just not middle do class? It? No, everybody needs to do this. We have options right. for everyone and their specific needs. And I say that I'm saying a general statement as in you don't need to be, quote, what we consider a trust fund baby. There right. is no such thing as right. that. So for mm. anybody who's listening to clarify, yeah, you know, if you feel like you're 
not middle class that your you know your income is so low and your your debt ratio is higher than what it should be reach out to us we still reach out because this is about the future too well and it's, it's not just the future i want to talk about we've talked about the will and trust and things like that legacy planning also covers while you're alive if you get in a car accident and you're in the hospital unconscious are you just leaving it up to your family or the court or the hospital to decide who makes medical life sustaining decisions for you. So durable power. Of yeah. Medical. You've oh. got to get your powers of attorney documents and those are part of your legacy plan as well. So, so this it's like is, protecting yourself. Yeah. yeah right. While, while you're, you're alive. alive. Yeah. Sure. You don't I, want I to leave it to chance. Like, and who can pay your bills and right. access your financial account? Yeah, let's not play spin the bottle. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So, so and someone that's something may come. that your family could be in court fighting mm -hmm. over while sure. you're declining. Wow. Right. That's, yeah, I never even thought about oh, that. Oh, it happens. That happens more than you would ever think. I love the, the you coined it legacy planning because there's so much, um, it just makes you feel good. Versus like legacy. I'm leaving, this is a part of my this legacy. Is, yeah, people yeah. and we all have a legacy we're going to exactly. leave. We're all creating a legacy mm -hmm. somehow, some yeah. way. So yes. we're going to encourage anybody who's listening today or reading a post or following along to, if you haven't considered the, taking this step, we certainly have are going to leave a link here where you yeah. can contact these people or anybody else that might be able to guide you in your legacy planning. Always important what, step to take. One piece of advice would you give somebody who wants to work with their best friend? No. I'm going to ask you something different. <gasps> Always have question. fun. Don't take it too seriously. Don't take it too seriously. Okay. And Amina, I'll ask you what's one piece of advice um, for somebody who is going into law, a, a young female, let's say, and uh, what would be one piece of advice that would make them unique and different? Just and this may sound so cliche in what we're doing, but truly you are unique in your authentic self. I, I, I cannot stress that enough. You're your own person. So You're do what you believe yeah, in. Yeah, do not. what you at your core wants to do. Mm -hmm. Jazzy and I fortunately co-aligned so well in everything we wanted to do, but I know that if we had it, we would have each found our own paths. And that I know people hear it all the time, be authentic, be authentic, be authentic. Really, truly trust yeah. in yourself and, and it, that will be unique. It takes courage. Yes. Yeah. Honestly, mm -hmm. to be authentic because when you're in those bigger firms and corporate spaces <laughs> yeah. where they you're want doing you to follow this blueprint that may not align with your authentic self. Because it's all about the money. Yes. It's all about their their yeah. system and their money and you're just another number. Yeah. So it really takes courage to be able to walk away from that yeah. and pursue something that feels authentic to yourself. Well, you guys convinced me. So <laughs> <laughs> I thank you for both for being here. I thank mean, you. it sounds thank what you... you guys are doing is absolutely amazing. And toss I'm ready to toss the cookies. Whichever way the prongs land, that fortune is meant for you. Now, you know, and when I was researching, fortune. you guys, I was thinking of, do you ever watch Million Dollar Listing? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's what yes. you guys, I can see you guys doing <laughs> People that. People have said that to us about doing a reality show. You should. Yeah, we've had. Oh, I think it would be so interesting. It, I'd watch that. It would, it would, it would be interesting. <laughs> I think we would watch back and be scared. I know. <laughs> Expect good things and they will come when you have legacy planning. Yes, Ooh. yes, yes. Good things are coming your way with legacy planning. Ooh. The secret of getting to the top is getting started with legacy planning. Oh, yeah. I like that one. At Ladies in Law. Yes. There we go. And to end it, the key to success is being willing to take the first step 
with legacy planning. These were meant for you guys. Thank, thank you. you so much. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Jazzy and Amina, thank you so much from the ladies in law. We'll put up those links for sure. Remember to like, subscribe, and follow all of us. Also remember that sometimes the only mode of transportation available is a leap of faith. Thanks for taking a leap of faith and have a great week. Bye.